right welcome back to the show all we're doing another best of moments just where we highlight just various parts of a giant franchise in this case you know we had one giant complex one that is the one the only dick wolf universe that includes all the one chicago law and order and fbi shows and uh here to join me is paula from the fbi's fan page on instagram welcome aboard thank you uh it's interesting how everyone's got their favorite, least favorite. I'm like, well, that's why there's three of each one. You know? <laughs> yeah. Pick and choose. There, there is no right or wrong. <laughs> it's no challenge. Yeah, that's right. If you don't want to watch the firefighters or the cops, you can watch the medics on Chicago. If you don't want to see the detectives solve the crime, you can see the SVU unit or the you know criminal intent guys or hell, even the New York undercover guys. And with yeah. FBI's, same deal. There's the regular, there's the manhunt guys uh, on the most wanted, and then there's the international who really go after a lot of unusual foreign embassy kidnappings, you know? <laughs> yep, there's something for everyone. Always. Um, how would you say uh, you got into this complex universe? It's just never-ending. It's on 24-7. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I first watched one of the law and orders. I can't remember which one, but that's kind of how I got into it. Um, I like SVU, but I like became super obsessed with criminal intent. I would say that was my first like it's a wild one. show. It was always kind of a sleeper and it just always had bizarre yeah. ratings. And then when they moved it to cable, same kind of deal. Like everyone then started forming their teams. I like these guys or I like those guys. Oh, they've switched yeah. it up and now it's Imes and and Wheeler or now it's Wheeler and Logan or now it's Logan and Corey <laughs> you never know yeah until... they had yeah they brought on different detectives for subsequent seasons yeah um that one like it's still if you ask me my favorite tv show that's still my answer that that tv show I can't wait till it comes back absolutely version. But for those who missed um, the news they're filming it up in I just think Toronto as part of the tax cuts, oh, yeah. uh, D'Onofrio and uh, uh, Catherine Irby were both like, hey, you know, it's been enough time. We still get fan mail for it. You know, let's let's embrace the comeback. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, but yeah, it was always on my radar. I just always heard people talk about it. Just about every other character actor had been on one of these shows. And I mean, yes. the, the original yeah. launched so many big superstars like Benjamin Brad and was a big comeback for veterans like Diane Weiss and Sam Waterston. <laughs> yeah, I remember her on it. Yeah, and see, I didn't even watch the original Law & Order. Not until it came one. back, like, last year, yeah. No, that's the another one, yeah. It's like, it's a whole different property, and yet it's trying to make everyone happy again. And it's mm -hmm. interesting how they pick a different style and format on all of them, so it's like they all have to stand out in their own way instead of... Because yeah, which, which I can compliment, because like I would see that with some of the NCIS spinoffs, and it was like, yeah, no, <laughs> you guys don't have any charisma together. <laughs> uh, it's funny how well they cast these shows too. They, the Broadway's finest. Just work so well with it. <laughs> yeah, they just find the most interesting people, and, and they um, justify why they're quirky or able to solve these bizarre crimes, unlike some of the other ones where they're just like. Yeah, you're just odd. Yeah. <laughs> just pull your rabbit out of a hat every week. Yeah. <laughs> I've been catching yeah, up that's... on organized crime, uh, which is uh, Stabler's oh, yeah. 
manhunt show yeah and i love just, that show too yeah and everyone likes to complain about the criminals and i'm like see they're kind of taking a book from both i feel homicide and new york undercover which i'll sum up some moments on those but i mean these are interesting because mm. now they're picking all different kinds of like diverse groups uh, they're, they're kind of getting away from the who's the main kingpin we got to take down <laughs> yeah yeah and having multi-episode arcs for the same story too i love that i love that oh, that's totally. new for them yeah and everyone's having just kind of a moment in the sun like some of the, it's funny how some of the rookies are now getting used to the squad uh jet the hackers yeah. the same kind of deal where she's i would love how each time they were in a briefing room sailor would be standing up the sergeant bell would be kind of like in the corner with a mm, not sure i buy this yeah. and jet's always cross-legged like a typical kind of computer gig she's like i i don't yeah. belong in any of this setting i can't stand you guys <laughs> i i it's so funny that she's she's such a different character too and it's so funny yeah. to me to think of her as a cop yeah sometimes but i mean or i wonder too kind of like chloe on like how did she become a cop why did she choose that i think i think they did say in one line she did a lot of cyber crimes unit and her expertise was like so okay. invaluable it paid for her college yeah. or some shit but she reminds me oh of, yeah that would be good yeah did you ever see uh uh the show 24 <laughs> no I noticed no, they brought. I heard, I heard of it. I didn't watch it. No, it's fine. I noticed they brought in some of the same directors and even actors on okay. both that. But I, I definitely get there was this hacker gal, Chloe, who would always be the whole, I'm working on a jack, you know, just frantically typing on a screen. And I kind of get that same kind of vibe, except she's not, you know, except Stabler's not heckling her and she's not overpowered. She's just like, got it, got it. You know, we're actually seeing what yeah. she's doing on the screen. <laughs> And it's not. Yeah, you can see crazy. like the same sort of thing happening in FBI too with their whole oh, yeah. jock and all those <laughs> analysts. Yeah, totally. And kudos to them for them all finding their own identity and coexisting. I know some people were kind of complaining mm. at first when they made some cast changes, but it's kind of inevitable. It's kind of part of the Dick Wolf train. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, they especially within the first couple of years, they just find out who works and what they want to change. <laughs> And I mean, with FBI, a new showrunner came in, I think, halfway through the first season and made his whatever changes he wanted for the second season. So it's kind of became a whole new show to me after the second season or after the first season. Yeah, they were kind of warming up. And I noticed on like each like free episodes, I know they often film a pilot separate from the rest of the show, but I just found it interesting how they weren't exactly comfortable yet in those first few episodes but they had an eye-catching crime and then yeah like, by the second or third episode they found their drift and they're like okay we're gonna make these kinds of crimes you know maggie and oa on the main yeah. fbi are gonna have to talk some guys off a ledge kind of like and i i just dug them because they in a way almost i mean when you get to even the most wanted guys both remy and jess and even the rest of the crew uh goins and company all kind of remind me of definitely irby and uh, I'm yeah. and Gorin's on intent where they're playing good at playing the mind games like here's what I you want validation of but I still got to stop you from yeah. jumping the ledge <laughs> yeah I absolutely most wanted reminds me of criminal intent all the time the SVU same kind of I think they go, even have some of the same writers right yeah. and all the you just feel good when you see a white supremacist get you know shot in the head mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah it was more like who, who's the pedophile or who's the 
he said she said or who's the incel gunman holding up a bank yeah that's i think a lot of the appeal definitely those shows the bad guy always gets it in the end so (laughs) right no courtroom date (laughs) yeah oh and um uh one show that's kind of getting rediscovered i I really wish they'd put it on streaming already is uh homicide which uh a lot of the creators that later worked on other hit shows like the wire but they introduced yeah. the Detective Munch character who was brought over to SVU, yeah. but the, their crossovers with the original Law and Order were awesome because it's just so funny. Like they just were admitting to each other, "Hey, you're out of your jurisdiction." But <laughs> this guy mm-hmm. he came from Baltimore to here. <laughs> we need to get him. Um, and they first tried it out when they had Logan from the original show kind of appear on there, and he was being kind of an asshole to them, where he's dropping off a criminal, and he's like, yeah, yeah, and don't let him out of your sight. And I'm like, what's that supposed to mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's so rude. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that they brought him back for criminal and, intent so yeah. many years later, after he <laughs> stashed on Staten Island. I think that was his story. Yeah, and he had to do his own manhunt. Councilman or something. Oh, right. The, the movie was a fun intro to that, where there's like he punched a councilman who was getting off for murder and he got relocated to a yep. different district. <laughs> and he wants out of that district because he found too many bad cops getting accepting bribes or some something mor- mm-hmm. morbid. <laughs> Worked his way back, I guess. Yeah. That was the, somehow. That was the way to convince his boss is like, hey, I, I might have been out of line, but I'm still a good detective. <laughs> yeah. um svu has kind of gotten away from the whole like who's the main like famous actor playing a you know unrecognizable terrible person and kind of got into more just like uh let's give finn and vincent some promotions and school some new recruits (laughs) yeah the their whole secondary cast like aside from benson has completely changed it's just well aside from benson and finn i guess um, I'm yeah. not really sure how that all happened, like how they decided their secondary cast was just gonna change completely. But I'm I'm into it. I I like the new recruits too. I yeah. liked Muncie, and I, then she's gone already. So I I didn't understand the hate on her. It seemed like everyone was like, "Why she's such a hothead?" I'm like, "Well, all of them are a hothead at one point." Yeah. <laughs> the Octavio the, guy was interesting. <laughs> Yeah, to be new in that unit, too. All the things you see, I would think you would be that way. And at least they responded to the fans. The fans weren't crazy about them, you know, kicking Rollins off. And like, okay, they're bringing her back for a crossover. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. good Well, it's interesting with Carisi. I never would have thought he'd be lawyer material. (laughs) The guy who has a bulletproof vest on is stopping people from jumping. (laughs) Buildings. yeah he switched from some halfway in between from cop to lawyer <laughs> and I, I like I, him better as a lawyer though i think yeah because like he's way more upfront is like yeah we can try that yeah. but it usually gets tossed out because not enough evidence and i love how he's more upfront is like did you do a dna test why the hell did you not do a dna test yeah <laughs> well because now he knows both sides of it you know yeah and especially uh, he and uh, even the new DAs on the uh, comeback of the main law and order are also interesting because, like, they're all kind of trying to yeah. just say, uh, like, they're always being mentored by Jack, who's the main DA, and he's like, okay, 
all the tricks we tried, you know, two decades ago, it's not going to work anymore. <laughs> the judges yeah. will see through it. You'll make an ass of yourself and everybody else, you know, the, will be humiliated because they're like, dude, <laughs> you exploit us in court. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting the changes they made with that, the law side of it, for sure. How trying to keep up with, you know, the times. <laughs> Absolutely. It's even yeah. more fun when you see uh, more or less uh, just like even other actors who were on other hit uh, NBC shows. Like every once in a while, I'll, uh, one of the judges they had was a few Sopranos actors, but I didn't recognize them at all. But then they brought even some okay. other people in like who had been on like ER, or West Wing or NYPD Blue. And so you're like, yeah, of course, they got to work too. But it's cool to see them in a new mm -hmm. recurring role. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure they <laughs> yeah you were saying they don't do like the big name stars too much anymore yeah um, i guess they and... figured we'd used enough of them you know no need to just yeah maybe <laughs> i feel like that's fbi doesn't do that for a reason they don't want they like to keep things as real as possible and i guess a big name stars maybe a distraction to that yeah, so a little bit <laughs> um, yeah so the, yeah, I guess um, organized crime hasn't really done that either. But um, I kind of like that few. FBI sticks with not not the big stars. Right. And it gives all the character actors a good sh second shot. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so many of them, like once you're on a Dick Wolf show, you'll be on them all eventually, probably. So <laughs> it's good to get your foot in the door. Absolutely. Uh in fact, I'm noticing now some other actors who were on other shows with Danielle Monet, who plays Sergeant Bell, oh, and yeah. Maloney, then they're now making their way on there. They even brought in some of their same producers because I think Irina Chalik, I think is how I pronounce the surname, uh, was the head writer on Handmaid's Tale, which Maloney was on. So I was like, okay, cool. I, I like it oh, when okay. people look out for each other yeah. instead of, you know, you're my favorite. I'm not going to consider anyone else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of crossover in all those, this the whole universe, for sure. Everything, not just actors, writers, all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and PD, I don't know if they can be as strong as they were probably the first few years. They're kind of going into just more typical heists. Crooked yeah, I, see, I, I can't watch PD. Yeah, it's too real Boy, now. Boy, it just scares <laughs> me too much. I can't watch it. And I don't root for them, so it's like, yeah. Nothing yeah, personal, right. <laughs> kind of yeah. <a> jerk. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. I wasn't sure how I was supposed to feel about him, so I'm like, no, I can't. I can't watch him. Yeah, it seems like Fire is kind of the main main one, but I applaud him for at least yeah. like they're not afraid to have someone get critically injured and have a right. captivating mm -hmm. like physical therapy. Uh, Herman's wife getting cancer was so real. I yeah, was like, See, that's cool. See, that's why I like. The Chicago franchise, it seemed like they got away from what Law and Order and FBI does. They'll go yeah. for more of the character stories and they'll get mm -hmm. really into that. Um, They're more comfortable. Like less episodic writing and more serial. Yep. Less um, formulate. Which, but then you pay, I guess, for that because what are some of them are in their 10th, 11th year and <laughs> are they running out of stories now? Like everything's <sighs> happened to them. So it's hard, man. Uh, you yeah. got to come up with a new reason and at the same time you also gotta yeah and that's them. why svu like it's going in its 25th year and there's still stories to tell about olivia 
because yeah. they have like they don't overload you they don't just shovel the personal stories at you in the in law and order and fbi so they can last 25 years i hope so man <laughs> yeah uh right now they gotta i guess they gotta get to that point where it's like is there any happiness <laughs> when will they retire <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah I'm yeah still looking I can't believe even after Elliot's come back for how long like it's taken for these two to even have a conversation but that's the <laughs> dickhole format I guess <laughs> yeah can't quite give them what they want but at least he made amends with his family I know some people were like oh his family's annoying I'm like see I like how he's actually making up for him and his mom being away because <laughs> yeah I like seeing his family yeah <laughs> You don't turn out normal if you don't have as much family helping out. <laughs> no, I love that trope too that the cops kids are always, you know, <laughs> difficult screw ups kind of. <laughs> totally. Uh, uh, All together, I mean, uh, New York Undercover is kind of being discovered, rediscovered too. And that was one that was on the Fox uh, channel for four seasons. Um, it kind of lost some popularity when they killed off like one of the two duo but i liked how there was again some of the same law and order and oz actors that tom fontana and dick wolf both use and uh it's been very well remastered they remastered it for both the peacock and amazon streaming and whatever transfers they're using now on bet it looks great but if it's one of those it's just too clever for its own good like much like homicide they had to deal with like music issues and it's like oh really (laughs) i'll have to check that one out yeah totally recommend um and it's kind of another one where it just went in stages (laughs) yeah all together i mean uh it seems like uh i've heard rumors of them wanting to try a hate crimes show and i think they were like let's try it on peacock because that way we don't have to worry about language yeah, I've heard about that too, trying to get that off the ground for a while. <laughs> Sounds interesting though. I think they should do it. Yeah, I, I'd be down for it. I'm just not sure like how the format would be or if they would have cameos by some of the other guys. My my, my worry would be that they'd be too overloaded. <laughs> yeah. Because when you work it's your writers. It's interesting that they'd want to <laughs> try it now. Yeah. Considering <laughs> They don't usually go like after um, sort of political issues. They usually stay away from. They play it down a bit as much as you possibly can. Right. They kind of keep it to just, hey, there was one bad cop or there was one crooked congressman, but yeah, leave it there. (laughs) They don't want to divide too much of the audience, but kudos to them for at least. Yeah, yeah, that's why they don't get really too far into the the issues, although they have been doing that more now i feel like <laughs> kudos to them for wanting to try something <laughs> mm-hmm. uh and i mean there's like so many guys who've been there like since the start uh, i lose track of all the names renee belser peter Jankowski. <laughs> yeah it's like they always show up at the start they're basically the ones getting all kinds of reshoots is like let's reshoot that courtroom scene let's do this <laughs> yeah you see all the same kind of names on the on the credits that's for sure totally 
Oh man. Um would you say are your main favorite characters? <laughs> um in the whole universe, uh, well Gorn and Eames are probably my favorite. Those are my cool. top 2. Awesome. Um it is kind of like Star Trek. And, like some people forget that there's more than just one, but other people who only yeah. saw like the original or next gen or DS9 are like, wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, there's a lot. Didn't have the internet back then. <laughs> yeah. I love that they're on FBI, there's so many, like that's not two main characters for they the show. About... There's like five, six, some characters, you know right um for yeah. for fbi it's isabelle's my number one and then she's Google the one who pretty much she and valentine yeah they they both kind of just come in and like brief everybody and it was like that makes sense <laughs> yeah they definitely do it well, better it's... there sorry go ahead <laughs> yeah no he's i think he's you know he's done interviews before where he said with police procedurals you have to get all the information the boring information across somehow yeah. and he manages to do it interesting i think anyways so they've gotten beyond they they have changed it up a bit they're like now they're doing yeah. more than just a walk around and you know fancily it's like now it's like let's show a computer briefing with a narration yeah <laughs> yeah and then yeah, circle around all the computer techs who are losing their mind like oh shit oh shit someone's gonna blow yeah, up there's so many possibilities with the jock there's you know to showcase technology too yeah I, um, and it's never uh shall we say the technology never outshines the humans and i like how they give them more than yeah. just basic lines now yeah like, the technology doesn't do the work for them that's for sure they it's the analysts really mm -hmm. i love how um they just managed to get like the craziest information in like <laughs> three seconds though you know they're tracking a criminal and they're in his bank account within 10 seconds and <laughs> i mean it's a it goes to a little bit of unrealistic territory there but it's fun too at least they'll leave it to our imagination when they do like the commercial yeah. breaks because there were so many other shows yeah. where there'd be a commercial break and it's like uh what were you doing in those 20 minutes <laughs> yeah that's true um for most wanted i mean jess is was just such a good character i think all the all fans just miss him so much yeah um but other than that i really like ray i really hope he gets more screen time next season a couple personal stories uh, they oh, kind yeah, of red, red fire off a bunch of facts yeah. right when he came in, and then uh, I don't know. Kudos to him and him. him and the OA actor both got like engaged. So I'm like, see, that is awesome. I, yeah, I, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, they did. Because uh, it's already hard balancing that all out. So that's I, yeah. I, I just love it when something like that happens because I see so many other people they're going through the motions way too fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, for international, um, I think Smitty's probably my favorite. Um, <laughs> nice. And Ketrin was awesome too. Um, I hope she comes back every once in a while. She did last season for an episode. Mm -hmm. So I hope they keep bringing her back. But yeah, I think Smitty's probably my favorite. Um, and then Chicago, I mean, Kelly Severide, I think has to be everyone's favorite. Oh, pretty yeah. Much. I hope they bring him back soon. I know he had like some yeah, crazy right. emergency, but they did good. Yeah, like I loved how yeah. Kat was hearing this. She's like, wait, 
wait, wait, what about my husband? Wait, what? No, 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 no. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> and then yeah, it's, it'll be that. interesting to see how it happens because, I mean, we don't even know when these shows are coming back as yeah. of right now. Yeah, for twenty twenty. So I guess they have lots yeah. of time to figure it out. And whatever he's dealing with, I don't know if it'll be over by the time they come back or whatnot, but I guess so. It'll be and interesting to see how they try and bring him back. <laughs> Actors got to take a break anyway, but yeah, I hope it's not too long, but kudos to him for bringing Casey back and him finally resolving all his issues he had with Sylvie because it's like, yeah, I was not cool yeah. with how he left her out in the cold. I'm like, dude, you're the world. Yeah. He believed in you and you. Yeah, I liked him her. coming back too. <laughs> we'll return after these messages. Hello and welcome to Culture Shocked, the pop culture podcast brought to you by four aging millennials and our outdated opinions. Join us every Tuesday as we discuss movies, TV, games, and even music, new and old. Dude, what do you think you're doing? Are you seriously trying to record a promo without us right now? Well, uh, yeah. Dude, you can't just do the promo by yourself. Who's going to listen to that? Yeah, and you probably haven't even told them that we're a pop culture podcast where we always agree on everything. Uh, for instance, the Sam Raimi trilogy easily being the best of the Spider-Man movies. J no, no. But I think we can all agree that Jaws is a classical masterpiece. Mm, nope, don't like that. But we do all agree that the sequel trilogy of Star Wars is the best in the Skywalker saga, right, guys? That comment is so ridiculous i don't even know where to anyways be uh that'll do it from all of us here at culture shock thanks for listening hey it's brent pope the host of breakfast with brent pope you've seen me on some of your favorite tv shows saying things like give it up jimmy you gotta sink this putt to win on breakfast with brent pope i sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast or should i say breakfast every week on breakfast you get inside hollywood info and tips great breakfast wrecks and booty debates most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. Yeah, <laughs> not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. We let things pile up in the DVR. We add them to our queues. We wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast. Sci-fi, horror, fantasy, superheroes, comedy, action, film, television, maybe some not-so-current events. Find us on iTunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com. Cool thing about Blind Knowledge is we are in multiple countries. We are worldwide all across the globe. We are in the U.S. We are in the U.K. We are in Canada, Germany, India, Japan. We're in Australia, y'all. Blindknowledge.com. Now back to the feature presentation. Something, man. But, um, Med, actually, I love Oliver Platt 
that's probably the only yeah. reason I was I would watch that show. And the Goodwin um, Gal. Otherwise, by... it didn't appeal to me. Oh, were you familiar with the Van Buren Gal? <laughs> uh, the Esther Um, Richardson Yeah. Playing Goodwin. Yeah. From she was on Law and Order, yeah, as the captain. Yeah. But yeah, after like season five, it did kind of lose me there for a bit, and then slowly it's like, okay, now it's acceptable. But I wish they'd change it up once in a while instead of like someone's got a cancer breakdown because like New Amsterdam was on at that same time and I was finding that one a little more laid back in a St. Elsewhere way. <laughs> okay, but, yeah. But, yeah, see, I I tried to get into it and just didn't... It seemed to me like if Hallmark made a medical drama <laughs> and so it wasn't Fair something enough. I wanted to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, but that, I, that... you know what? I would I binged like the first four seasons of chicago fire straight and then i yes. try and keep up with new episodes but it's there's so many seasons it's hard to especially with a show like that where you kind of need to know what's gone on before oh yeah yeah and as sometimes you do need like a, to go on the wicca you're like wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> Hold on yeah a especially when you're trying to follow new episodes you need to try and figure out what all, where all these characters have been and what's happened to them yeah, just something to just kind of just reinforce, okay, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going from here. And this is what they want. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why it's super easy to get into FBI, too, because you really don't need to know. There, not that much has happened. You know, They'll they don't, hint like I said, it. they don't shovel the personal yeah. stories at you. So mm -hmm. you can just jump in anywhere and watch it. Instead of, oh, well, that'd be great, but there's not... Uh, like sometimes they would take a while like on the new law and order i wanted to know kind of like some of the other guys who were at the desk looking at the in information but they would like throw out their name very briefly and like whoa 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 <laughs> i want to yeah <laughs> that's that one is like notorious for no character stories whatsoever <laughs> just the, the just the case every week which i mean it's okay but i like to have a balance yeah uh, I think they're getting more into it. They had a bit about um, Cosgrove's, you know, daughter, and that some, was great. Some stories and related to him, yeah. Him and uh, what was his other name? Uh, Shaw were cool because, like, they yeah. were just going back and forth on their politics. I like how he had to deal with some yeah cops who were out of line who almost arrested him. It's like, dude, I don't care. That who was you a are. good episode. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, so really as a compromise, I have to get. Uh, you know, suspended for two weeks, this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that was the way that it ended, too. I thought it was really realistic, even if it wasn't, like, satisfying. Mm -hmm. And I love uh, Kate Bishop, too. She's probably my favorite on that show. Uh, yeah, because uh, all together... Wait, Bishop, you mean the Marvel character? Yeah, I'm in Mannheim. <laughs> yeah. The captain. The lieutenant, oh, I guess. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Mann. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, she's one of me. Uh, that was what was cool. It's like you get Cameron Mannheim and then you get Dylan McDermott. It's like you're acknowledging all the other people who were part of the practice Boston legal shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then their second chance. And for once, yeah, she for a while was playing a few uh, flawed or villainous characters for a while, like on Person of Interest. So it's like, okay, cool. Now she's back to heroic. And yeah, uh, by like the sixth episode on that first year law and order was back it was cool because like she's even going after a few petty crimes and saying hey you know <laughs> uh 
I'm here to help out anybody, if, whether it's a liquor store robbery <laughs> or yeah. just some other just hard to prove case. Um, but yeah, I, I do hope they stick with those guys for a while. And same thing with FBI. When they, I was cool with Ortiz and Crosby, and now that Cannon's taking their place, it's like, okay, keep yeah. Cannon for a while. I love Cannon the most out of these guys. You're giving him the most screen time. Yes, let him stay. <laughs> Give them five seasons. Don't just. Yeah, they need to stick with that cast and just <laughs> let them gel for a bit, you know? Because we love Hannah the Hacker. We love Cheryl yep. and uh, her dealing with her family melodrama. And yep. Gaines was cool. I know some people took a while to warm up to her because they need subtitles. I'm like, get out of here, guys. <laughs> she's <laughs> that She had scars on her back. That tells us, okay, she's from a very dangerous lifestyle and she's trying to yeah. make ends meet with her family. <laughs> Yeah, she's got a really interesting backstory. Hopefully they get into more of her <laughs> personal story too. Remy Scott's highlight on Most Wanted was probably when he went after that crazy like alt-right talk show host whose son happened to be at like one of the shootings, <laughs> like leading the militia oh, yeah. gunmen. And I love how she's like, she's like, I cannot tell a lie, George Washington. And he's like, okay, smartass. Uh, I'll be back, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Famous people. <laughs> As he gets a warrant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Remy's an interesting kind of opposite that, of Jess, I guess. I don't know. I do have to catch up on it, but I, I, I do like how they brought back a vice. It's like, okay, find out my brother's killer. It's like, see, I actually care about this. Unlike if it were yeah. any other revenge movie, it would probably seem formulaic and tired. It was like, okay, so I've yeah, never seen true. what the brother looks like, but they've given us enough detail. I'm like, okay, I know his want now, so I'm cool with him trying to close this out. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting how that all unfolded, too, and where they left it. I mean, they figured it out, I guess, eventually, but right. I don't know what all that has the impact of that will have on him for next season. I think it's just kind of him wiping the floor clean, but... Hopefully, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm with you. I hope it is organized and not just like back and forth, like Jess's family, which they later abandoned as soon as he got killed. So like uh, there was a few plot holes, needed a little more tightening. And uh, I hope they can also give the team more stuff to do because like that with Ray and Goins, they've at least gotten better at working together and uh, speaking different languages and helping Hannah with her hacking and even being roommates. And I'm like, see, that's more of a family aspect instead of yeah. when they had Sky on there, he was kind of just the guy who came in just to snipe the bad guy at the end. I'm like, well, that's yeah. not much character for him. <laughs> no, I wish they would bring him back too. He's like, he's an yeah. FBI agent. So it wasn't just because he was, you know, Jess's brother-in-law. They could totally bring him back. They did kind of have a lame reason. He's like, that's too much for me. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully there's hoping. <laughs> yeah see I hope that the thing that bothered me about Remy was or not bothered me but I just hope that they use like the resolution of his brother's case to like change him in some way yeah because he was of... very he's very uh zero to 60 in that one second and he was too he believed that guy was guilty for so long um and just it seemed like he, I don't know, the, that episode, These Walls, where he they were going into the 
penitentiary. And he made that remark saying that everyone in there was a monster. I'm just hoping that now that he knows that guy was innocent, maybe that changes his view. Yeah, instead of a tough love kind of mentality. Yeah. Because he's not yeah, a that crazy... Seems like what he is. Because he's not a fear monger, but he definitely does seem to be a boy the book, I'm taking you down. So yeah, I do hope, yeah, yeah. like you say, you get more of a papa bear instead of <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, he seems too much like an authoritarian. I guess you kind of saw the Papa Bear in the Chains episode where <laughs> Hannah was kidnapped. There was a bit of that. I think so. I think that brought out is like now I'm everyone's dad and I don't know how I feel about that. So now I gotta really just slow yeah. down make time for everybody i i think having his uh uh shall we say uh uh having uh him break up with that judge and balance family life and the others keep bringing him out uh with having a private birthday party i think that was the icing on the cake no pun <laughs> that was, yeah now i can slow down now i can just chill <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I agree that they should have broken up because there was no way that could work. He, yeah. they're just they're just just have no time for each other. And if they but found I loved out, her. that could also yeah. Oh yeah, Wendy Moniz has been busy as hell. You know, yeah, just going from yeah. that organized crime in Yellowstone crime, and... yeah, to Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. I love her. <laughs> Lovely. She used to be married, I think, to actor Frank Grillo, who's guest starred on these shows a few times. But yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I'm from Purge and the villain in Captain America too <laughs> yeah but yeah no i'm with it i i think there's it's looking better it's just took a while to after four seasons to really get going but they were kind of concerned yeah, and to crime. get it <laughs> yeah and with all the cast changes too i mean it can't be easy and it's a different network like same show. nbc is kind of more yeah. chillax while i guess cbs is like we need you to be more like our csi and cis shows where it's a oh long. yeah yeah, I wonder if that's a struggle at all because you know how <laughs> the showrunner likes to keep everything as real as possible. So right. there's no um like it's not a memeable show really. Right. They don't have like silly lines kind of Yeah. And no crazy. lame puns. Oh, jinkies. Yeah, no lame puns. <laughs> no yeah, Scooby Doo. Like <laughs> yeah. There's no like off the wall stuff like CSI does yeah. every once in a while like that could never happen <laughs> absolutely and you accept it in a comic book forum but every once in a while you'd see people who took it serious and like guys that it's the most boring mundane job you do not want to work there <laughs> yeah 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 that's true they managed to somehow i guess you have to kind of go in that direction in order to make it interesting so yeah and uh all, the you, NCIS all you're doing guys. is processing evidence all day. There's got to be, you have to have some <laughs> sort of interesting th a breaking take point. On it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, man. Uh, all together, I mean, now that other people are taking more risk, uh, I'm feeling good about at least, uh, like you say, just you actually get a feeling that the cast loves each other. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, any like a guest actor that's on any of those shows says what a great set like all of those shows are which is good and yeah. i remember some of the original lno cast would sometimes say it's like you get two takes kid <laughs> yeah it's such a grind some of them too because it's so you know 20 some episodes it used to be 24 episodes every mm -hmm. season and 
most of the cast is in almost every scene so it's like i don't i don't know how you can keep the morale up on set when you're you gotta grinding them. that much but i think that's why fbi like they work so good because there's you're not going to be in every scene and i right. know um zico said in the first season like maggie in a way were in every scene almost <laughs> and now that it, there's more than just them two like it seems like it was just the show was mostly them two in the first season yeah now that there's more hours. characters <laughs> yeah to share the load it's it's a little bit easier and they're comfortable going beyond just Miami Vice lethal weapon territories. Like we still want to have an actual re real life repercussion. Like okay, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa! <laughs> you just you just went too far. You gotta answer for that. <laughs> gotta move you to a different district, or got two a month before you're out of the doghouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All together, yeah. I think they're gonna get, keep getting along. I. Because like you say, I, it's just so saddening when you hear stories years later. Oh, I couldn't stand that guy. That's why I left secretly. I'm like, yeah. oh, really? Man. <laughs> yeah, shocking, especially when you watched it and felt like they must be best friends in real life or something. It's so convincing, right? <laughs> right? And then to hear that they actually hated each other. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, Sometimes I think Dick Wolf also had to learn to be a little less jaded because at one point he wasn't sure what the audience liked. And so he would make a few cuts. And one time he said, oh, you know, that's why he had Logan leave originally. I'm like, uh, dude, everyone loves yeah. that character. <laughs> Say what you will about the actor. But that was offset on appropriate behavior he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Later on. Yeah. Yeah. And the damage is done. He's already immortalized himself as a TV character. So, <laughs> um, yep. uh, yeah, I mean. There's even been like maybe only like three SVU episodes I couldn't watch, and it was just because that actor later ended up in a scandal where they got canceled. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I always okay, had a yeah. suspicion about Jeffrey Tambor, Stephen <laughs> <laughs> Collins. So yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but kudos to them for. Yeah, just... he seems. They seem to just get like the uh, people that just seem to work really well together. I mean. Jeremy and the Alana, they were already on Law and Order together. So yes. Uh, so much fun. <laughs> already worked well together. Uh, everyone's pretty much been a guest star like three, five different times before they finally was <laughs> like, now you get to keep yeah. the same recurring character. Um I like some of the other short-lived ones like uh conviction and uh trial by uh not trial by fire, but um, trial by trial jury. jury. But yeah. uh, I, I think the reasons those didn't do as well is just again, it was just too much oversaturation. The only one I can't yep. recommend is the Law and Order LA because you know the setting was cool, the actors were good, the speeches were fine, but the crime solving just never really clicked. And they had some of those guys appear on SVU briefly, but it was even more confusing because like it doesn't really have much to do with the plot. <laughs> Yeah, but I think any bruises or cuts that they've left, they they've sealed shut now. They've finally said, okay, let's not try to do too much, but still let's have something edgy that's going to pull people in instead of just, hey, here's a shocking crime at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and focus on making, like, not just recreating the same show. 
you know, yeah. giving something it's, different. It's not just a sexual assault. It's not just a crazy Wall Street tycoon. Now it's all other kinds of crazy, like, hey, someone had revenge on social media or some politician is uh, doing, like, organized crime. They did a cool one where it's like, hey, these guys who are trying to make police budget cuts are doing it just so they can cover up their own corruption. <laughs> so yeah i like when they take that kind of stuff on too because that that's as real as it gets yeah just about yeah anyone. and you can't oh. just ignore it anymore no yeah. <laughs> you gotta uh, we, we are definitely in an era where both real life and in society and in entertainment we're having to remind everyone hey there is a double standard why is it okay yeah. with this person doing this but not okay for that guy or that gal <laughs> mm-hmm and are people just jumping on bandwagons or is it internet bots that have been programmed to you know start a new tmz article (laughs) yeah yeah i can i kind of hope they keep going in that direction for fbi i'd love to see them do something taking on ai for the news ai would oh yeah that's a good point i i have no doubt i i think they're definitely going to play into that that there definitely was a big episode where they waited a few months and it's like you could totally tell it was inspired by the johnny depp amber heard deal where because of how because of how many facts both sides eliminated and how divided and how the media went for a them versus them tactic you know everyone kind of lost because at the end of the day you really don't know what to think. You got to just question yourself. What do I believe? <laughs> Some mm-hmm. people just kind of are more comfortable just following a leader and doing a, I love or I hate. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so that's uh, definitely what it's at is strongest when it just makes you, reminds the viewer, hey, what do you believe? <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, that's their, you know, main goal, I think, is just to get you to, <laughs> think about it it's not to provide you with the answer it's just there isn't an answer really (laughs) yeah 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 especially with those cases where there isn't an answer i like (laughs) how they do those episodes too it never feels like a cop-out pun pun intended yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah if if gordon comes back it's so funny uh i never thought they were actually going to bring him back because even though the fans were so clamoring for it i i joked with a few other fans like hey Stabler is going to private counseling. Maybe Gordon could be the counselor. <laughs> yeah, that would be so funny. He always says, you know, if they ever did bring it back, he wants to play a, a more mature Gorin, and I can't wait to see that. Um, you know, he's the last season they did, he was in therapy. So yeah, hopefully if he, he's he a kept on with that. Yeah. <laughs> and I and had to get like, over They don't her. need to keep playing with the trope that, he needs to go to psych services and have another evaluation. Yeah. Like, I hope that when, if they do bring him back, that's all over. He's good now, you know. He could be kind of like uh, B.D. Wong's uh, psychologist character, I think. <laughs> yeah. He um, probably would go go that deep, too. Like, George he wouldn't Wong. just stop yeah. with his own therapy. He'd want to become the therapist. Absolutely. He would want to kind of just know it inside heal people instead of break them. <laughs> yeah yeah look, look for why's your eyes twitching you know he's he's past that <laughs> he's, he's, and it's so yeah. funny because without that show you don't have lie to me you don't have curdled minds you don't have any of the other psychological true, yeah <laughs> you don't have the fall with julian anderson even but um yeah he he could be at this point yeah he could i mean they did a good job with imes having her be a liaison 
uh, helping out SVU those two times. Yeah, I loved those episodes so, too. She was good. And they had the other gal, uh, Annabelle Scora's character. Yeah. Worked with Logan and it's like she got promoted. So I was like, okay, you guys can do more with those people, resolve them more. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, she came back for an SVU episode. Her character. Yeah, I couldn't in, believe it. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Brooklyn, yeah. She's got a bad police department. And she's trying to figure out, you know, which of our cops did this crime. <laughs> yeah. Or is it it's funny to see her go from major case to that though. I don't know. Yeah. And the last time we saw her, she and Logan is like, they didn't show it, but there's like, I mean, we just see in their body language, they do not like working together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I thought the actors didn't want to be on the show together. I was like, no, they just did their job too well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I think we hit on some of the big points. Uh, really, I think if SBO just keeps up the momentum with just more uh manhunts and more uh technology and yeah uh, and getting uh, back to focus on the victims too i think they got a little bit away from that they did for a little too long and yeah. so yeah it, uh, it was at its best i think a few maybe five seasons ago where they had people who had like been from previous episodes and lo and behold there was mistrials or something and they tied yeah, it to one big really culprit that cool. uh, yeah uh, because uh, yeah. then it gave all those other guys something more to do. Is like, okay, early winners, victim character's back, and she's not still on that bad behavior. <laughs> yeah, she has information, so we got to work with her. <laughs> um, I like when they bring back a case like that and like view it through a new lens. Like, oh, maybe mm -hmm. I didn't do that right. Maybe we yeah. did put away the wrong person. Yeah, absolutely. Have a guilty conscience. Is like, okay, yeah. Don't ever play God when you're going to do this. <laughs> yeah, because it happens. You do put the wrong guy away sometimes, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how Chicago PD has to end is like Boyd has to go away for some scandal or something. Because like that first yeah. part of season 10 kind of had me. And then they got into even more like dense territory where I'm like, it's OK. I like some of these other new guys, but I don't feel like they're much of a team I don't, anymore. Like admittedly i don't know much about it but i feel like boyd has to go down for something right yeah he's gonna get himself in trouble oh and that's just it he i i get that there are some cops in chicago in real life who have been like chicago still to this day has to like pay for some victims of wrongly wrongful convictions like free college oh, and yeah. everything so i wish they'd harp on that a little more instead of push it to the side yeah. saying he's imperfect i'm like i know yeah but <laughs> this isn't SWAT or SIL team where it's a giant mission and it's boom done. <laughs> yeah. Wants some kind of justice because he's not a good guy. <laughs> no, and I, I like when they have the flawed imperfect character, but you know, we have to do something with that other than just right. say, well, that's just the way I am. They have to strive to be Absolutely. better. On NYPD Blue, yeah. they at least found out, okay, these guys are bigots, but at least they're fine. The rest of the series they're going to slowly overcome their prejudice and get married and all that yeah. instead of yeah. well no boy doesn't same. want to do that he just <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh i'm gonna hope <laughs> yeah hope. you know what they created him when like what was it 10 11 years ago and then like the, a sort of like policing revolution happened and they had to show that within him but i don't know that they really have 
So, yeah, and, and that's so funny because he's sort of an outdated character. Quickly became an outdated character. Yeah, I, I was kind of that way too because like PD was like the first one sold into syndication, so I saw that one first, and then I found out the hard way. Oh, Fire is the first one, <laughs> and it, you look at him so differently when he's the opposing antagonist on that, and then they restructure him. Yeah. That's why I couldn't watch it. I saw him on fire first, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And he was just going after Casey the whole time, right? You're right. And yeah. Uh, the other guys were fine too. And I just thought they were more interesting than Voight because Voight's just a hard ass now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I I think a lot of people watch it for Haley too, right? Yeah. It, it was cool when they had her crossover on FBI, but then they. Yeah, I, I that was a good episode. That's one of the best rated episodes too. So. I would imagine, but yeah. And then I guess CBS or NBC said, "Oh, conflict of interest can't do that anymore." I I don't know why they stopped. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's different networks, right? Yeah. Yeah, I they didn't name her characters, so I mean, <laughs> yep. Who knows? Uh, I think some of the fans are going to settle down too, because I saw some of them get in some warring conflicts with the screenwriters changing and thinking Rollins okay. was away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, you never know really what this real story is. <laughs> I don't know why, why they moved Rollins off of SVU really. I think they I mean, there's all kinds of theories, but change it up, but then they found out. Yeah. Okay. Just change it up. <laughs> yeah. We'll bring her back eventually, but I get, I was expecting her to come back, but I guess the fans were like, we want an instant thing. So I think that's the hard thing too. You don't know. Star Trek has had this too because it's like you don't know how much of it is they want it to be serialized versus they're okay with formulaic or they just want to complain for the sake of it or I know one of the writers kind of had to be grilled by Dick Wolf or something according to a few other SVU podcasts because like uh, he was not the most social media savvy he's like uh -uh -uh, don't get in arguments with okay. fans just acknowledge and just move on <laughs> yeah it just makes an ass That's out true. of you <laughs> if you just yeah for sure <laughs> go back yeah. and forth <laughs> yeah but you know what i was never really attached to the rollins character anyways so i i, I was okay with it, it i'm okay like with the people, cast changing and bringing in new characters that's kind of how i am too like for me it's a natural progression if they got a conflict yeah. and they go off it was no different for me than say curtis and green and company and even jerry orbex yep. you know briscoe but uh, yep. eventually i guess they got to that point i mean I know so many people who stopped watching SVU the minute Stabler left. I was like, seriously? They had, you know, I liked our Amaro, but a lot of people hated him. I'm like, Shit. yeah, I didn't really find anything special about Amaro, unfortunately. But <laughs> no, okay. I'm sure I have different characters for different people. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not even, I'm not a big Maggie fan, and she's like the draw for that show. So it just <laughs> depends who you are. Yeah, I guess that's it too. Like they they didn't know what to do with Maggie Noe at first, and then eventually it was like, okay, no. uh, now now they started off differently. Now they have uh, Scola and uh, yeah, uh, Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany was cool, and Tina. Yeah, Tina. Yeah, and having that whole giant crossover where there's like a cr international criminal who kidnapped her is like, I say, cool. That was a good way to bring it over together with the international crew. The international crew, yeah, I felt got more comfortable by season two, but yeah, for sure. I they had a stellar first season, though. I love that season. 
yeah, it was explosive how many uh, diplomat and assassinations they were doing. Now I think they're kind of a little too much in like back to romance and kidnappings again. And I'm like, I kind of need to change it up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Nah. It's they take more risks on that show with their characters and their there's personal stories too. There's more of personal stories on that show than there is on FBI. I feel like they kind of go mm-hmm. with a an arc for the whole season with FBI. I mean, this season yeah. was really about Scola. So. <laughs> yes, and it's so wild that actor John Boyd. He's already he's always been the FBI guy. He was a FBI guy yep, on twenty four, right? yeah. and then he, yeah, and then he was oh, on Bones. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he's embraced that typecast, but now I think that's definitely like I say his most nuanced character. But the uh, Tiffany was interesting because I think it's Wallace is her last name, and is like yeah. she was a Broadway star, and now she's you know um, yeah she's interesting as a partner to them, but then. I do like how they change it out. It's like sometimes he's teamed with Maggie and she's teamed up with OA. It's like, okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I hope Tiffany gets more screen time and stories next season too. She got a couple, but she got a couple related to her siblings. Um, yeah. <laughs> days. Yeah. And then there was the one with her. That was a really good episode. Those were highlights. Um, but I don't feel like she's had barely any personal stories and has she been on there for like three years already? about yeah two or three years yeah so yeah. I, I would hope they do more with her i like how isabel had to resolve her annoying dad who's like a businessman yes. i hope they bring him back to yeah that was a good actor for <laughs> yeah. her yeah she's like sorry dad i think i gotta shut down your business <laughs> yeah yeah and they didn't even really i was confused by that whether he was supposed to be the hotel owner or just the lawyer i don't know i yeah. would really like to learn more about how he became <laughs> who he is from being a mexican immigrant i'd like to know how that mm-hmm. whole thing played out i hope so man i, I don't, don't leave it unresolved um yeah and then there's jubal's whole time in russia he lived in russia for a while and oh, he has wow. some sort of diplomat grandfather that we don't know about <laughs> Oh man. It, so yeah, because last year he was worried about uh, his girlfriend who was annoying everybody and overstaying yeah, her welcome. And then he had his kid get kidnapped by some incel student. <laughs> like, <geez. laughs> and they yeah, couldn't air it right away, so they had to wait like another season to air yeah. it. I'm like, geez. but I saw, I saw it. that I saw one. It. Yeah, because yeah, they aired it offline, of- like live on the CBS app. So, <laughs> oh yeah, see, I have the Apple TV, um, whatever you call it, the pass, the season pass. So I got to see it oh, right sweet. away. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I was confusing at first because then later it appeared as like season five, episode six. I'm like, what? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> now it's airing. Yeah, that was a good episode. Um, I liked that they didn't have Isabel there for that episode too, because. He was kind of chaos. Yeah, and, and it would have given chaos. him away. And had she found out, she totally would have told him, hey, I need to just stay Exactly. <laughs> he would have been pulled off that, right? He wouldn't have been doing anything like that. So He disguised it. He had OA and Maggie investigate at first, and then he finally stepped in. <laughs> yeah. I love when the cases get personal for him. His episodes are some of my favorite ones because he just Especially the gets bank so chaotic. Especially <laughs> Yeah, do you remember the bank robbery one where it was like a bunch of people is like they were trying to afford a surgery or something? 
Yeah, heroes. Yeah, that was a good one. And they they had like one of the techs who had never done any of the field work, and he's having to play it cool. Yep. <laughs> Plant the. He's bugs. the one who turned out to be the hero. Yeah, that was a good. <laughs> yes. That's one of my favorite from season five. Totally. I can't believe it's already season five. <laughs> like, good man, oh man. <laughs> I know this has flown fast, <laughs> and it's had to change it yeah. up. The political landscapes changed up in real life, so they're now trying to kind of just still talk yeah. about troublesome subject matter without uh, dividing its audience as much but yeah they made it through a pandemic too yeah <laughs> it was interesting they'd start off a scene take off their mask and then put it back on again NCIS New Orleans yeah. did the same thing and I was like oh <laughs> now they're gonna all have to make it through a writer's strike and who knows what'll happen after that or the actor strike too that should be coming up yeah I'm hoping they really get a good deal and they don't gut it before they need to resolution yeah i really hope they get ai uh, should be reserved AI for, resolved. yeah that should be like a non-union like amateur filmmaking deal <laughs> like, yeah instead of a hey everyone in the industry is using it it's like well okay so they used it on top gun but that was because the actor's voice literally wasn't working and <laughs> they wanted to credit him okay, but yeah uh yeah that it's just amazing how there's still people thinking, hey, we can save time and money. I'm like, but you'll kind of open yourself up to lawsuits because what yeah. if they don't approve? <laughs> I to losing control of your image must be so scary too. Oh ah, yeah. I'd be like, dude, I didn't I'll leave the show before you used my voice. <laughs> yeah. No. So I'm willing to wait as long as it takes and you know whatever they gotta do to just apply the pressure and just say no go. You will not use this because yeah. <laughs> like exactly. if they do that, that could also threaten TV and video game voice actors who make this their living. That What, what do you do about that then? <laughs> yeah. And I think the quality of all of that just goes downhill if you just yeah. start using AI for it. It'll sound like they're speaking awkwardly, even though it's not them. <laughs> yeah. I understand Siri and all that, but <laughs> and Alexa. <laughs> That would be a fun way to disguise it. A guy who's making a new screen streaming network is using AI. Yeah. <laughs> Telling people to commit murder. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not. I I have no desire to see a TV show produced by AI. I can't imagine. Yeah. It wouldn't be very good at all. Yeah, it'd be too robotic. It's entertaining if you're a cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> Your expectations are low. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> Well, uh, there's no way to make a human story from AI. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm with you. If they want to take a break from all the other Chicago shows and just keep fire on, I'm I'm pretty much with you and some of the other fans. I'm just like, just have Casey still yeah. be on the team in some way, even if he has to just be a DEA guy. And have Sylvie find resolution with this new adopted daughter and then some of the other guys that they were poking at is like, see, that's cool. They're, they're dealing with shit from their past that's always irked them instead of, hey, let's have some... Because it's always been pretty consistent, but every once in a while, they would try and find a new recruit and then dismiss him after seven episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, now that they're... And it's so funny because uh, one of the main supervisors who was questionable used to be Gary Cole, but he's now on NCIS. So I don't think he's going to be available okay. anytime soon to be one of the main bureaucrats and i think they're past it now because they used to have who is 
uh, who is so-and-so dating now they're past that now they're past will the chief get fired by someone who doesn't have the yeah. department's interest that they, they've come a long long way so as long as they keep kind of going for more human issues and ironically i kind of like trudy the death sergeant on pd way better on yeah fire because yeah she's on no fire, longer yeah. Like make yeah she's no longer making sarcastic jokes about writing speeding tickets she's now actually helping out mouch with the bar <laughs> yeah i like her <laughs> totally and and there's another theater veteran you, you look at her credits just like she was doing bit parts and movies and so and then now that's like her bread and butter <laughs> yeah well it's come a long way um thank you ever so much for being part of the show <laughs> yeah thank you anytime <laughs> Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up-